On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at SCSEALING.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Allstate Insurance Agent Mike Light, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. The Newman Jets softball team, two and four, following a two-game winning streak at the end of the Lubbock Christian Tournament over the weekend. Jets are next in action at NU Softball Field, a doubleheader February 17th as they host Northwestern Oklahoma State. Joining me to talk all about it is the head coach of Newman Softball on this week's edition of the JetCast, your weekly look inside Newman Athletics, Andrea Gustafson. Coach, thanks so much for being on the show again today. Thanks for having me. Uh, Obviously, the season didn't get off to the start that you wanted against East Central. Doubleheader sweep for the Tigers. Lost a tight one in eight innings in the second game. How did you feel about the way that your team came out to start the year? Um, I felt like we gave that second game away against East Central. Um, But I also realized that at certain times this year, we've had five freshmen starting and there's going to be growing pains. Um, So I think that, you know, you can take those early on in the season and learn from them and you know, approve upon that as the season goes along. Now, obviously, you guys got the benefit of enjoying a little bit more, a little bit more temperate weather uh, as you went down to Texas. Uh, West Texas A&M and Lubbock Christian are two fairly stout programs. Uh, did you see any improvements in those games, even though you didn't see an improvement in the result at the end? Friday, we didn't show up. So <laughs> it was pretty disappointing. You know, I, I just feel like we we weren't really there mentally and, and we didn't put forth the effort that we needed to. But Saturday was a completely different team, um, a team, honestly, that I haven't seen since I've been here at Newman. So it was really exciting to see the kids show up to play. I mean, we got great pitching out of Madison DeWitt and Anna Veltine. Um, our defense played great. Anissa Ramos at third base, freshman. She, I mean, she made all the plays out there, and she was really a leader for us on defense. And then, and then our hitting came around, and we got clutch hits when we needed to. You had back-to-back wins over Texas Permian Basin and Edmond Western State, and the offense in those games obviously was, was a huge improvement for you over the first four games of the year. You guys actually hit the ball pretty well in that second game against East Central. So uh, what do you feel like was the difference offensively in those two games versus maybe three of the first four games for you? I think we just went out there and and let things happen. You know, we didn't try to force the issue. We were more patient at the plate. We swung at good pitches. Um, And and we didn't try to do too much. And those first, you know, four games, I think sometimes we were thinking too much, trying to do too much, just trying to force the issue. Um, But the last two, it was last two games, it was completely different. Do you feel like, I mean, let me ask the question this way. There's so many differences this year and the way that you've gotten ready in the offseason, the way that you ended last year because of the coronavirus and, and all of the extra things that, that the girls have to handle. Uh, do you feel like those mental struggles they had the first couple of games can be attributed to that? And what does it say about the team that they were able to overcome it so quickly? Um, yeah, I think some of those things can be attributed to that. Um, we haven't had the practice times that you normally would have. They haven't had the on-field 
um, practices together that you would normally have. And we have a we have a brand new roster pretty much. I mean, we returned a lot of kids, but we also brought in a lot of kids. About half the roster is new. So um, obviously, I think that affected us a little bit. So I think those first four games, you know, we're still getting used to, to what we're trying to do on the field. These kids are getting used to each other. Um, and the, the last two games, you saw a difference, and, and I hope that we can just continue along that path. Obviously, you can see that Coach has got her jacket on if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, and uh, you might need a second or third layer of that uh, for this week because obviously the weather outside is not going to be very favorable. You've already had the cancellation of this week's tournament down that was to be played in Edmond, hosted by the Oklahoma Christian Eagles, former Heartland Conference rivalry for Newman University. In terms of being able to get outside for these cold weather schools like Newman, at this point in the year, it's often a luxury, not necessarily something you can count on. Uh, Obviously, you haven't been outside this week, but prior to this, how much had you been able to get outside in in January leading up to the start of the season? Uh, We had been outside quite a bit, um, a lot more than we were last year. Um, I've coached some teams where we haven't been outside at all before (laughs) we go down to Texas and play a tournament, and it shows because those teams are outside practicing every day. Um, so we've, we've had some time outside. Um, you know, obviously you would like to have more time and, and this next 10 day for- forecast doesn't looking <laughs> too good. good. So you just ha- kind of have to change your mindset a little bit. And it, I think it goes right along with the, the, the coronavirus. I mean, you just take it day by day. So as the head coach, obviously you and your staff are in charge of setting the assignments for the team and, and, and how you will use your practice time that you have when you know that you've you're going to have such a long stretch of indoor practice, which is obviously not what you prefer. What do you feel like is the best way to utilize the indoor space that you have and the time that you have to get the most out of your preparation when you can't be outside? Um, I think it's just to get the kids to realize that it, now's not a time to go through the motions. Um, we have an indoor facility where we can hit. There's a few cages in there. Our pitchers can pitch. Um, but make, a, make it go in there with a purpose. You know, go in there to make yourself better. Don't look at the 10-day forecast. Don't look at that. Just each day have a plan, you know, to make yourself better. And, and I think that, you know, once, once the weather cooperates, um, you can see, you'll see that it, it does make a difference if you have the right mentality. Talking with the head softball coach, Andrea Gustafson, once again, uh, no tournament this week. That's been canceled. But next week on Wednesday, they're hosting Northwestern Oklahoma State. We're hoping that the weather will be more favorable by then. You mentioned all the new faces on the roster. And – there are some old returning players coming back, and one of them that really had a breakout tournament was Paige Wallace, who you'll hear from next on the JetCast, a senior second baseman from right here in Kansas, a hit in five of her six games, 12 for 18 to begin the year, and she went seven for seven in her last two games, made the all-tournament team down there at LCU. What allowed her to get off to such a hot start to the year? Um, Paige is a kid that she's put in a lot of time. I mean, over the summer, she would, she would go hit on her own over Christmas break. She would hit on her loan. I mean, she just, she just made it a priority that she wanted to become a better player. And so far it's showing this season. I mean, she's done a great job of leading this team. And, um, you know, like I said, she's put in the time. You mentioned the pitching and how much of an improvement that was in the last two games that you won versus some of the earlier games that you didn't win. And you mentioned Madison DeWitt, Annabelle Teen, got much better starts from them in Texas. What do you feel like was the difference in those starts versus some of the earlier games in which they didn't have their, the right stuff or, or, or the right approach? What do you feel like was the difference in the two games that they pitched well in versus some of the other games when they didn't have as good of starts? 
I think they were a lot more comfortable those last two starts. You know, early in the season, there's nerves going. Um, they did a much better job of hitting their spots. Um, they're feeling more comfortable with their catchers. They're feeling more comfortable with their defense. And when their defense are making plays, it makes it a lot easier for the pitchers to go out and play relaxed, especially when the hitters are hitting as well. So I think that they just went out there and they knew the defense was going to be there for them and our hitters were coming around so they could just do their thing. For softball fans at Newman University, obviously last year was a bit of a transition as we moved from the Heartland Conference to the MIAA. And with that comes schedule adjustments. Each conference kind of has their own way of doing things. We didn't really get to see that last year because the schedule was kind of over before it started. What schedule adjustments have has the MIAA made this year in terms of the conference games you're going to be playing that may not be the norm moving forward? Or are you guys playing a mostly normal schedule this year? We are playing a mostly normal conference schedule. Um, we were dropped 10 games overall, so that affected our non-conference games. But um, conference, it's, it's pretty much the same as it was last year. So a week off before Northwestern Oklahoma State, what do you know about the Raiders and how will you spend this time kind of trying to, to break them down and, and get set for that doubleheader back here in Wichita in about a week? Um, I don't know much about it. We did play them last year, and they, they were actually the team that we got our first win against. Um, I think that they're a team. They're, they're scrappy, and, and they're going to play hard. Um, but I think as long as we come out and play our game and um, play the, the defense that we're capable of playing and getting the pitching and, and timely hitting like we did last weekend a little bit, um, I think we should be okay. So it's just I'm more concerned about our team with anyone that we play because I feel like if we show up, um, we can compete with a lot of teams, you know, but it's just a matter of us doing what we have to do. Final question for you as you move into uh, this week off, cold weather coming up here in February and Northwestern Oklahoma State, thinking ahead to April and May, where do you want this team to be at the, in the last week of the season? What are your goals for this season, season two for you as the Newman Jet softball coach? Um, like I said when I was on here earlier, um, you know, I don't really have a – a goal as far as number of games winning or anything right. like that because you don't know what's going to happen with the schedule. Um, but the main thing is for me is to continue to see this team grow and see each individual player grow and get better over the course of the season and be playing our best softball, you know, during the, the last part of the year. Andrea Gustafson, the head softball coach for Newman. Once again, you can follow them as they host Northwestern Oklahoma State. At least we hope you'll be hosting that. Uh, weather is still a little iffy on that day, but it's a long way out. February 17th, Doubleheader action for the Jets and the Raiders starts at 2 p.m. Coach, thank you so much and have a fantastic season. We'll have you back. Don't All worry right, about thank, that. Thank you. Paige Wallace, a senior from right here in Kansas on the infield leading this Newman Jets softball team, is going to join me next on the JetCast. You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at scceiling.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. Fact is, every insurance company hopes you drive safely. But Allstate actually helps you drive safely with DriveWise. It lets you know when you go too fast and brake too hard. With feedback to help you drive safer, giving you the power to actually lower your cost. Unfortunately, you can't do anything about that. Now that you know the truth, are you in good hands? Check out your Allstate agent here in Wichita, Mike Light, at 316-684-0121. 
Newman Jet Softball returning to the softball diamond after hopefully we get some of this cold weather out of here as their tournament for this week has been canceled. They return home February 17th, hosting Northwestern Oklahoma State. The Raiders coming in at 2 p.m. for a doubleheader. Joining me now as we continue here on the JetCast is Paige Wallace, a senior second baseman. She has a hit in five of six games, 12 for 18 to begin the year, so she's on a bit of a hot streak from right here in Kansas Paige Wallace. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm glad to be here. Well, <laughs> uh, obviously, with you guys just finally getting to play games, so let, let's start with that. Um, it's been a long off season for you guys. You guys did not have the opportunity to, to get to really finish out last season. How good does it feel to just get on the softball diamond and, and have the opportunity to compete? Oh, I cannot explain how awesome it is. <laughs> we're all talking about how excited we were to like play our first game because it had seriously been over a year for most of the team since we had played. So we were just very anxious and excited to get on the field. So 12 for 18 on the season, you were actually named to the Lubbock Christian University Tournament All-Tournament Team. Eight hits in four games, and obviously on Saturday you went seven for seven, so it was a really nice day for you on Saturday. Uh, how do you feel like things are clicking for you right now offensively? What's allowing you to have this early success this year? Um, I guess the biggest thing is just instead of getting nervous and tensed up like I have in the past, it was my, it's my senior year. My biggest thing was just to go out and have fun which I know is very cliche, but I mean, it's working out for me. I'm not trying to overthink everything. It's just mainly I see the ball and I'm hitting it if I like it. That's my mindset pretty much. Paige from Olathe, Kansas <laughs> out of St. Thomas Aquinas High School. So you're very used to this cold weather. Uh, what kind of a system shock was it coming back from Lubbock, Texas, where it was 60 degrees and, and obviously a little little blustery down there. But uh, coming back here, and uh, this is not going to be a very fun week of weather for you guys outside. Yeah, no. So we're going to have to be inside all week, which isn't as exciting because we obviously want to be on the field. But we'll do what we can inside and just focus on the little things with hitting because we can't really do a lot of infield work. So hopefully that'll help the team since we're focusing so much on hitting and that'll continue on when we get back onto the field. Now, you guys started the season losing your first four games, came back with a couple of blowout wins at that Lubbock Christian tournament. How good did it feel to just get those first two wins and, and get that zero out of the win column? Definitely it was relieving. I think it was relieving for everyone because we were sh – um, frustrated with the losses, obviously, and just to get those wins, especially to the extent that they were, it was a very big relief for us. How did you approach this past off season with the extended amount of time that you had? And were there any restrictions on what you were able to do because of the coronavirus pandemic? Um, yes and no. But being an outside sport, I mean, I know that um, girls around the Wichita area, we would do what we can to get together and practice during the off-season, work out together. We just did what we could with the restrictions we had. But um, I thought we did a pretty good job. And even girls that didn't live here, I know that we all had, like, our Snapchat group message. We were all messaging each other, like, hey, I'm working out. Hey, I'm practicing. Just to, like, make sure everyone knew, like, we're putting in the work to – hopefully get the results we want this season. Now, obviously, you're stepping into a little bit of a different role this year in terms of being a senior, the leadership aspects that come to that. Talk about that a little bit and what you feel like you bring to this team in a leadership role. 
Um, that's a hard question. <laughs> but um, We don't necessarily ask easy yeah. questions here. We ask good questions yes. on the show. So being a senior in the leadership role I play, I feel like I just have to be a role model for the younger girls, like make sure I am doing my extra work outside of practice, make sure I am going to class, doing my studies, doing everything I need to do. And then that obviously goes onto the field, just making sure I do the little things and staying within myself, not doing more than I need to do on the field and just showing the younger girls and those um, younger than me that like they don't have to be the biggest and baddest player to make an impact on a team obviously you have with those back-to-back wins once again they're getting set for northwestern oklahoma state the tournament was supposed to be at oklahoma christian this week down at edmond former heartland conference rival that's been canceled because look outside um <laughs> as you get into this kind of stretch because I've looked ahead at the weather and I mean it doesn't look like this thing's going to break for at least the next seven days maybe even longer than that I mean who knows but you know when you think about being indoors and I, I hear from so many baseball and softball coaches how concerned they are when they don't get to go outside especially for these cold weather schools like you are mm-hmm. like 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 Newman is being this far north do you get a sense of cabin fever when you have to be in indoors for for that many days in a row I mean yes and no like I said we did get to go to Texas so yes we were inside like the week before but then we got to at least go outside I think just knowing that there will be an end to the cold weather gives us a sense of um, like encouragement to keep going and just get through these indoor practices. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're assuming that there is going to be an end to the cold weather, even though it's not going to be for a while. Final question, uh, obviously for you, offensively, you've had a fantastic start to the year. What are your personal goals for the year? And what do you want this team to achieve this season? Mm-hmm. So personally, like I said earlier, I just want to do the little things I can to make an impact on the team. Like, get base hits. I don't need to be hitting home runs every at bat, just getting little base hits, doing everything I can do to get on base and make an impact for the team. But then overall, I would love to make the MIAA champ- or tournament, maybe championship if we're lucky. That, but, that, that would be fantastic. That's my overall main goal of the year. I would love to do that. Paige Wallace, a senior on this Newman Jets softball team. Once again, action canceled for this week. They're back in action at the NU Softball Diamond coming up Next week, that'll be a week from today as you're watching this on the 17th, hosting Northwestern Oklahoma State. And, of course, you can get all the updates at NewmanJets.com. Paige, good luck. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll wrap up the show talking Newman Jets wrestling when we come back. Great performances on the court do not happen without great support off the court. That's why Newman Athletics is excited to announce the opening of its new Aviator Club. We invite you to join us in the important mission of supporting the Jets. You can make a huge difference in the lives of our 300 student-athletes by signing up for one of the four club levels. Becoming a member is easy and will have a great impact on Newman Athletic Facilities, recruiting, and more. Plus, memberships come with privileges like game passes, discounts at the new online jet store, special events, and much, much more. So join today by clicking on the Aviator Club on our website, newmanjets.com. And as always, thanks for your support of Newman University Athletics. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. The Newman Jets wrestling team is getting set to wrap up its season as they head to the postseason. It is already here for wrestling. Super Regionals coming up on February 28th in Edmond, Oklahoma. Joining me as we wrap up the Jetcast is the head wrestling coach for Newman University. The Jets 3-7 and seven on the year. 
coming off of a 44-4 blowout victory over the Mules of Central Missouri, Ryan Smith. Good to have you back here on the show, Coach. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for having us, Blake. Well, uh, obviously, uh, coming back after a loss at the number two team in the country or against the number two team in the country, Nebraska Kearney, uh, how good was it to see the guys wrestle, perform well, and, and get a blowout victory against Central Missouri to wrap up the season? You know, that was, that was scheduled purposely that way. I mean, we knew it was going to be a tough duel going against Kearney, Nebraska. I mean, it's a they, they've got a heck of a team this year, and Boy, we just didn't match up very well. So um, they hammered us pretty good, and then we, we turned around, made weight the second day, and, and um, had a good showing against Central Missouri. So that was, that was, a, fun, that was a fun little road trip. The, obviously, with this season being compressed so much, so many fewer opportunities to wrestle this season, how do you feel like the guys have handled the adjustments that they've had to make this year and the adjustments in the schedule? Yeah, like you said, it's been a, it's been a real tough year. Um, you know, when you look back in, you know, in a normal year, guys are getting forty close to fifty matches in a in a given season, and you know, I got guys on the. We'll be lucky to get ten or eleven matches in. So um, it's just a different it's a different animal this year. Um, you know, they've all done the work. They they're prepared. Um, it's just it's just trying to find that momentum. That, that's been a little bit different this year. So we've got some guys that are at some new weights this year, um, and, and it's, it's been a little bit of struggle. They might, they might not see that, um, the results they want to see until we get to a Super Regional because, you know, in, in years past, that's our postseason tournament. But in actuality, I mean, that's just another tournament this year. So um, we'll, see what, we'll see what comes out of it. It's interesting you mentioned the word momentum there because it, there are so many coaches in a lot of other sports who will place a lot of emphasis on that, not as much emphasis on that. I, and I think that maybe from sport to sport, momentum can be a little different. I, I haven't heard a lot of wrestling coaches talk about that, though. How do you feel wrestling momentum can play a positive or maybe even a negative impact depending on how you're doing? Well, I mean, if you're, if you're in a downhill slide, I mean, that's not very good momentum. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, guys, when guys have their weight under control, they're feeling good, um, and they just, have that, they just have that confidence about them. When, when they're, they're walking around, they feel good. I mean, you've you got some positive momentum there. So, you know, it's shortened season. You either, you either find that real quick or you don't. Now, obviously, before you had beaten Central Missouri 44-4, to as I mentioned, you had hosted number two, Nebraska Kearney, which is a perennial power at the Division II level. And there are a couple of really good wrestling programs in the MIAA. When you wrestle these difficult MIAA schools, Central Oklahoma is another one that comes to mind. Broncos are always really, really tough in wrestling. How do you feel like being in the MIAA helps prepare you for Super Regionals? Well, I mean, you're wrestling, you're wrestling the best of the best, you know, right, right in your normal season, you know, right here in our conference. We don't have to travel very far to get good competition. Um, so that, that's, one of the, that's one of the keys right there. I mean, we're not – you know, we're, we're training every day to beat those guys. Right. Um, that doesn't change what we're doing in the room or what we're doing in the, on the recruiting trail. Um, we're bringing in guys that, you know, we're gonna, we feel they're going to beat them. And, and um, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun journey along the way. Um, you mentioned our record. I mean, I think we're, what, 3-7 and seven this year in duels. That's correct. Um, you know, I think five of those duels we, less by, we lost by less than five points. Um, so that record really doesn't um, – 
show what this team is made up right now. I mean, you know, a, a couple matches here and there, they go either way, and uh, we come out on top on that, on that duel. So You mentioned recruiting. How's that been going? How difficult has that been or, or different has it been in this coronavirus and, uh, pandemic? And I know that recently you guys announced on social media, I think you guys have got an Indian from Andale coming in to wrestle for yeah, you. Yeah, we've got, um, you know, it's, it's been an interesting year for recruiting. Um, you know, we've signed a lot of local good talent. Um, yeah, we, we signed Eli from, um, from Andale and um, got a Valley Center kid coming in and uh, a Mulvane kid coming in. So, I mean, we're excited. We're up to seven kids this year, and that's um, – we usually don't hit seven until May or June usually. So, um, we, we, got a, we got a lot of momentum there. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be an exciting year for sure. Cameron Frame, Tyler Lolly, those are the two guys that you had kind of expected to make a splash going into the postseason and, and to have good seasons. How do you feel like those guys are wrestling as we have arrived at the postseason? I think they're where they're at. I mean, you know, Cameron Frame took a – you know, that was number two, number three wrestling the other night against Carney. Um, Tyler, that was a two-point loss and extra time, I think. Uh, I can't remember that match off the top of my head. I I think that was that might have been a little bit further spread um but it's just it's just situations we haven't wrestled him before again we're up a weight uh, tyler lolly i think he lost in overtime you know a two-point match against a ranked kid um those guys are right where we're I'd, I'd, I'd much rather lose to those guys in a duel in that situation you right. know than um postseason you know at our at our regional tournament to go to the national tournament so um those guys are those guys are old enough to to get themselves where they need to be um you know over the next three four weeks um but there's other guys out there that are wrestling well too we'll have um you know a little 25 pounder jj gilbert um from deer creek um he's a true freshman i mean he took um he took a returner running returning runner up you know i think he i think he might have won it a couple of years ago but he took him down three times in that duel. I mean, he's wrestling well. I, I, we're excited about him. Um, Baylor Smith, J.D. Johnson, Nate Panagakis. I mean, they're all, they're all wrestling well, and, and it, it should be a fun little ride. Preparation here. You've got a couple of weeks off, obviously. Not until fe- February 28th do you actually get on the mat again. How do you normally use this stretch of time to get prepared for Super Regionals? And how maybe is it different than a regular season break, which you'd have in the middle of the season in terms of practice? What's different about getting guys ready for this Super Regional weekend? Well, the mindset doesn't really change. I mean, we're going to have to change up our practice schedule a little bit. Usually we take a solid two weeks. Um, We don't have any more competitions, you know, two weeks out. This year we've changed it to about three three and a half weeks maybe, whatever it ends up being. Um, you know, so we're going we're gonna to break up the training a little bit, focus, get back in a, you know, do some mental training that we haven't had a chance to really, you know, do over the last couple of weeks um, fully and, and just give those needed breaks off where, you know, we might do a mental training session, give the guys a break from the room, practice for a couple of days, give them a day off. I mean, just make sure we're bo- our bodies are where they need to be and as we prepare for that regional tournament. Final question for you. Obviously, you'd like everybody to make it to nationals, but what is your goal for Super Regionals in terms of making sure you do have another ticket back to the national championships? Yeah, I mean, we don't, we, we don't, ever, put a, we don't ever put a number on that. Obviously, we're trying to outdo ourselves every year. Um, 
But, but yeah, just the, the guys show up ready to compete and battle every match, and, I mean, good things are going to happen. Ryan Smith, head wrestling coach, once again, the wrestling season is in the postseason. Super Regionals down in Edmond, Oklahoma, coming up on February 28th. Coach, good luck. Go get them. All right, thanks, Blake. That is our show for today. We'll be back next week with another edition of the JetCast. And so until then, Blake Cripps saying go Jets.